Hi there, I'm Kat and you're listening again to Bipolar Rainbows. This podcast is dedicated to raising awareness about bipolar disorder. While most people only see it as consisting of ups and downs, there is so much to know in between. Living with bipolar disorder is not just black and white, it's a spectrum of colors. Before we proceed, please know that in this episode, we will be talking about lived experiences on bipolar disorder and its symptoms. I would like you to first assess your situation right now and know if you'll be okay with hearing my story. basically I did promise to take you through the ups and downs of my lived experience with bipolar disorder and I think most of my previous episodes have been on like the downside of it so this is one of the first episode that I'll be talking about well, you know the positive things not really the advantages of having bipolar disorder but you know something like on the upside like I wouldn't say advantages like for example for for like someone's life I mean everyone has their own ups and downs and I think most people will think that just because someone is living with bipolar disorder it's all downs but actually no there are some moments that are actually really quite good and I wanted to talk about the first light after dark so that means that is the first time i felt progress that is the first time that i actually felt a bit happy not really like a hundred percent happy but just you know there was happiness and it was that first time after those symptoms after that recovery well i was still recovering by then but it was such a huge progress for me that i felt bit happy even just like a second or a minute which was of course also progress so when i was recovering i did undergo some depressive symptoms i think i already mentioned this before i remember uh, of course having a depressed mood having anhedonia which is you know there are some things that i love doing in the past like some activities that i really enjoy doing like maybe talking to people or going outside looking at trees that i don't find enjoyable at the moment so that was anhedonium i i also think about that a lot and sometimes do have like times when I wake up and I feel like I should have just you know died in my sleep something like that but I never really have suicidal intentions I think but I do think about death a lot I was always hopeless there's like a huge hopelessness surrounding my mind and my body which is not really great you know it's not really good i think i mentioned before that sometimes i do look into the future and see nothing it's like nothing at all (laughs) and i'll tell you more about that later before we go to the progress just so you know why it felt like progress to me so so i remember asking myself like maybe five times a day minimum (laughs) and i always ask myself are you okay cat like i'm talking to myself a lot of people that i know a lot of loved ones will always ask me this question 
but I never really felt that question as genuine not not that they're not genuine it's just how I perceive it that time and I felt like I really need to ask it to myself when I, I don't know when other people ask it I feel like they're just doing it because of pity or just just asking it to be polite and I never wanted to answer questions like those because if the question is not really genuine I feel like they don't deserve a genuine answer as well so basically they they are genuine <laughs> it's hard to explain but it's how it's how I perceive it that moment and I feel like I'm the only one who can ask myself are you okay and a hundred percent mean it because I know what I'm going through and that when I ask myself are you okay I am honest to myself with my answer so it's just something I do on a daily basis and I always also think about the future a lot see darkness, nothing and sometimes shadows there are like smokiness <laughs> there are like shadows but I feel like it's too, it's too blurry at the same time I know that blurriness the things that I can't see in the future are all negative and it's how I perceive those things in the future that really affected my present really affected me to actually move on because I feel like if I move on if I step forward or move forward is there really gonna be a place for me there is there really gonna be a bright future ahead of me like if I move forward what if there's nothing there for me <laughs> what if I'm not I'm never gonna do something that I'm gonna be good at what if I'll never gonna do something that I am passionate about so yeah it's something that bothered me for quite a long time and basically I feel like you know the, the future wasn't bright and I feel like I was convinced that I am up to no good and I am never gonna you know, recover for this and then days days just seem to pass by that's how I remember it being um, there's always a cycle I feel like I'm just going through the motions it's like when you're on a beach and then waves are coming towards you and people always have that instinct to just jump before the waves crashes toward your face but I had no instinct I have no like it's okay for me if I don't jump because I felt like nothing's gonna happen anyway that whether I jump or not before the waves crash through my face or through my body I feel like I'm just going to drown either way and I'm just gonna be pushed towards the shoreline and basically I feel like whatever I do I'm stuck and I feel like I'm not gonna go anywhere and then I just let the waves move me towards where it wants me to go I just let my life move me to to wherever and I felt like I myself don't have control over it I don't have control over my life and where my future will actually go so that was how I was thinking those days those days that I'm still recovering and I do remember my daily routine oh lord <laughs> I will wake up um, 
sorry, it's kind of hard for me to um, try and remember. I do remember it quite accurately, quite perfectly, but it's just hard to go back to them. But basically, every day, this is when I was already, I think, job hunting or maybe before that more of when I was job hunting already and I was exposed to a reality where I get rejected you know when you're job hunting you get rejected I take that rejection very hard and I feel like those rejections are even more of a confirmation or a sign that I'm never gonna go anywhere so when I was job hunting I remember so I wake up and I just go to the comfort room then go back to my to my bedroom and sleep again I always sleep again in the morning if I'm not gonna do anything I was always going to sleep again because I feel like it's better to just live in my dreams I feel like the reality sucks a lot that I don't want to see or be a part of any of it that in my dreams I'm actually this perfect good person but when I wake up, none of that is true. I suck and, you know, life sucks. And uh, as hard as it is to admit, that's how most of my days in recovery were like. So I go back to sleep and then the only alarm that I have is my mom asking me to, to actually eat lunch. And that's the only time I do eat lunch. Sometimes it takes me an hour to do so. And I don't even know if I take a bath on a daily basis because I'm just at home and I'm not going anywhere. Sometimes I don't. I forgot to take care of myself really during those days and it took really a toll on me. And then, yeah, so what I usually do is, for example, after lunch, I go back to sleep again sometimes. If I'm still tired, I always feel tired, like a lack of energy, even if you're not using it it's it's weird so when i do wake up sometimes uh, well most of the time i i watch this show big bang theory it's the only thing that's distracting me from everything that's going on i will repeat it again and again i feel like when i'm watching that it's kind of like my escape like it's distracting me from having this sad sad life or sad sad situation uh, that's still my favorite show up until now and i owe a lot to the big bang theory because i really it really helped me recover during those times and then uh, what happened after that sometimes i do go to job portals online portals and look for the job i usually send about lots of uh, i send lots of resumes uh, as long as I see something that I feel like I'm qualified for on the requirements, I send my resume and you know, only really one out of the maybe 10 resumes will call back or send an email saying that they chose someone else usually. And then if there's an interview, I go there at the interview. I think I already explained my job hunting process anyway last time so yeah no need to get into that but i would always stay up late at night watching and then just sleep when i want to and then wake up again in the morning and it's gonna be the same 
things gonna be the same activities unless I got in- invited to an interview. As I mentioned in my previous episode, I did end up getting a job, but I don't think I saw the light right away because on my first days in that job, as I have already mentioned, it was really hellish. <laughs> hellish. That's a way to put it. But yeah, I was so focused on on the hellish, hellish side, hellish side of the job that I never really see that I am making progress in my day-to-day living, day-to-day experiences. How do you call it? But yeah, I think I saw the light when I was already earning that feeling that I was actually financially independent. But that didn't really make me feel that I was making progress, I think. <laughs> it was just like the, f- the, the light, one of the lights, but it wasn't the first light as well. But apart from not really liking my job, I needed to get used to a lot of things. That's why I'm hyper-focused on that area, on the adjustment side of things, instead of like actually seeing that I'm actually making progress. So yeah. Getting used to a lot of things like yelling, cursing, and customers blaming me for mistakes I didn't do. Hello, if you're you're in the world of customer service, we can get through this. <laughs> and yeah, also I I needed to adjust to the to the schedule because I believe I my shift that time is like maybe 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. So I usually get sick a lot. I needed to file a sick leave maybe every month or every other month just because I always get like fever or headache because it's it's really hard to adjust your schedule, adjust your body clock to that kind of schedule. And there are things I love though. There are things I like about a job when I first um, had it. Uh, I love the happy hour like every month. Is it every month or every week? <laughs> uh, uh, once in a while, <laughs> let's just put it at that. Once in a while, the company actually holds this event for their teammates or for their employees. So you know, just become like be happy. <laughs> and there are like programs or maybe competitions like singing competitions, dance competitions, or other kinds of competitions that I never participate in. And just you know, it's better to watch. <laughs> It's better to watch, but yeah, so there are uh, there's food and there's booze Yeah, so of course you cannot drink when you're on chef, but yeah It was my first time to drink as well. I can mention that already uh, I love also the, the fact that I have friends <laughs> and they're always, you know, keeping me sane because when I was still recovering and I don't have any job, I was stuck at home, only seeing my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, sometimes my sister. And then um, when I went there, I feel like this extrovert <laughs> in me was reborn because um, I, I won't say that I am pure extrovert. I think it really depends on the theory that you're using, sorry, sorry, uh, this is me being a psych major, but yeah, so depending on the theory that you're using, I do consider myself as an introvert, and 
But there are a lot of times that I love talk. As I said, I love talking to people, and I felt like when I was stuck at home, I didn't feel like talking to people. But then when I I was exposed to people again, I was back on the back. <laughs> Like back on the scene, like it's like riding a bicycle. It's it's fabulous. It's great. It's awesome. It's amazing. And then, uh, of course, as I said a while ago, um, I love the fact that I was earning money. I don't know. I feel like when you're at home and you're not doing anything, you feel like you're super unproductive, and at the same time, you're not contributing anything. Although I do have money, and my parents don't. Want me to contribute anything to the bills, but yeah, basically I can contribute if I'd like to. So, yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, when I was earning money, I was quite excited because there are things that I can do with that money that could actually make me happy. Uh, and I actually did use that money for better purposes, <laughs> great purposes. And I think after some time, it got a bit. Easier, although I'm still partially shaking while waiting for a call. <laughs> when it got easier, there was one day that I just realized that wait, I'm actually doing something, and that I'm not stuck anymore. That that I'm not having a daily routine of waking up, just doing nothing at all, and then sleeping again. And that was admittedly the very first light after all that dark. You see, success can mean a lot of things to many people. Maybe, you know, being a billionaire or being, or maybe health or having a long life, uh, succeeding in your chosen career maybe. And when I was uh, in first year college, my professor asked me what success is to me and I felt like su being successful just means simply that you've reached this this type of happiness and that that you're very happy something like that I, I don't remember what I said of course <laughs> but having undergone these symptoms the manic and the depressive symptoms I felt like even just waking up in the morning and doing something productive is already such a big success it's already a big step forward and uh, other people won't really understand how much of a success that means to me I think when they say success you know it's it's a different definition for them but for me it's just that wait I'm actually like doing something already and I'm actually you know having a bit of progress no matter how little it may be and that I'm already you know, doing something productive, as I said. And these lights, these bright lights, continue to shine on. I, I keep on making progress, especially the year 2019. I think that year was like, woof. <laughs> I think it prepared me for 2020, but 2019 was a very amazing with me. I feel like I have done a lot of things during that year that I could have done in my, you know, in my last years or my previous years. But basically, that year is the year that I got into memory sports. So I contacted a school, an organization, they 
call it that way, an institution that actually you know trains people in memory sports, offer workshops, offer trade, uh, offer training sessions, and actually teach the principles of memory sports and actually teach the techniques like the mnemonics and the memory palace and blah blah blah. And I met the head coach of the Philippine memory team there because she's the one who's you know leading that or she's the one that owns that certain institution and she's she was actually the one who trained me so yeah i met some people there as well it was really great i I always wanted to be like an athlete but i'm not really good at basketball (laughs) basketball volleyball any anything with balls oh. <laughs> anything with balls <laughs> swimming any physical thing but this sport actually made me curious in a way because i did read a book about it before in college and i was thinking well, maybe i can do that in the future maybe i can actually train to become a memory athlete and i did and i did so well and i feel like it actually gave me lots of confidence i entered the local competition and earned my memory practitioner level level one i think and then i also was able to represent the country in bali indonesia and yeah i was able to represent the country and join asia memory championship and it was such a great experience i always wanted to represent the the country in some sort of way but I feel like I I was never good at anything that I could represent the country in so when I went there I was like this is real like I'm wearing the jacket that has a Philippine flag on it and apart from that I also was interviewed in a local TV uh, network which is a very popular network here in the Philippines back, back then and then yeah I was featured in the the whole team was featured and it was such a great experience my my sister was very proud of me and i was really proud of myself because it's something that i never thought i i was going to do because back then i really feel like i'm never gonna go anywhere and then i end up representing the country so i was like oh my gosh (laughs) things can really get better (laughs) things can really happen in a way that you will never expect them to be so you just need to hold on because <laughs> if you don't hold on you're never gonna see how awesome life can be after those tragedies after those bad situations that you get into so it was great and then since i gained a lot of confidence i finally did something that i always held back on which is to start my master's degree uh, like enroll for my master's degree and i got in i got accepted to the university and up until now actually i'm taking my master's in uh, clinical psychology i'm almost done i have a year left (laughs) that's already progress (laughs) that's actually already near because well because um i'm almost done with my coursework because it's my last term next term and then uh, after that it's gonna be thesis and practicum comprehensive exam lives oh yeah so when um actually a lot of times i'm still quite exhausted of course i mean i'm a human being (laughs) any 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 human can get really exhausted frustrated at times 
and sometimes when I really regret where I am right now since I do not like the job that I'm doing I just look back to where I was and I see a lot of progress and because of that I always become proud of myself but that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna leave my job just cause you know I'm seeing like uh, I'm comparing my, myself my current self to the previous self I feel like it should always be a never-ending advancement <laughs> a never-ending progress that if you're here right now where do you want to be in the future and if you don't see yourself doing the same things that you're doing right now in the future maybe you know you should resign it's for some people it's really easy to make that decision but for me it's not because um i don't know if it was just up to me i will definitely resign but there's a lot of um, perspectives or opinions that i need to take in consideration uh, i do hope that you know someday i just you know get rid of those opinions not of those people <laughs> not of those people but th those opinions that are clouding my my head clouding my judgment maybe and i feel like it's better to just make decisions just for the sake of myself and not for pleasing other people so yeah i, I hope someday i can do that because there was this one time recently that uh, one of my classmates in grad school just said that they just resigned from their work because i think of the health issues something like that physical health issues and i'm like god why is it so easy for them <laughs> like i'm always scared of like leaving my job because i feel like there's gonna be not uh no stable income and that i don't know i'm just i think most of it comes from me not wanting to be judged by other people for making that decision because i feel like before when i make decisions it's because I'm making that decisions because it's reasonable but right now I feel like if I make a bad decision or even just close to a bad decision I feel like people will say that I'm I, I made that decision because I have bipolar disorder because I'm bipolar and I never really want that kind of judgment because I feel like people will compare you from who you were before and who you are at the moment with the bipolar disorder or with your psychological condition but it should not be the case people they have their the same minds they have the same attitude they have the same personality and everything it's like people think that the label changes the person when it doesn't it's still the same person i'm still the same person anyway going back i thought that this was going to be a light episode <laughs> there are more sad things that i did say with it <sighs> okay huh well basically i'm just really proud as well that i'm taking things seriously already that i decide like an adult you know i just don't know um if I want to resign, I just resign right away. No, I, I've been thinking about this since day one. So I've been deciding like two years. And I did come to a decision already. But I'm still... Um, decision is still conditional. Still based on a lot of things. So yeah. 
Also, <laughs> I guess the light after all that dark has bring you know brightness to how I see my future. It's not like blank and consisting of shadows anymore. I actually see something clear, something something bright. And when I look into my future self, I see someone who is very happy, and I'm so excited to meet her, <laughs> to be her. <laughs> uh, someone who. I see someone who has made a lot of progress and someone who loves and respects herself and I think that's the that's the best thing that I can describe my future self with that she's gonna love herself and respect herself because even if she ends up poor she ends up you know with no money just as long as she loves herself and she respects herself and she's doing something she wants she's doing something she's passionate about then I'm all for that person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely yes. But yeah, sometimes when it does get dark, all I do is take a step back and rest, assess why I'm feeling that way. Uh, do I need to remove something or someone from my life? <laughs> like toxic relationships and all that shit. And do I need to put less pressure on myself? But yeah, as of the moment, I am very much happy to say that there are more ups than there are downs although maybe that wasn't reflected in this episode but believe me when I say that yeah so the light outshines the darkness by 100 or 200 percent and that I choose to see that life full of brightness love and happiness instead of you know just getting stuck in emptiness so yeah that's it i actually really enjoyed that episode i do hope that you enjoyed it as well but yeah thank you so much for listening again to bipolar rainbows and i hope you do have a sunny day ahead Mm -hmm.